Hi, everyone. This is Carolyn from Second Serve. Who is excited about the French Open? The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris, and you can watch every court live on Tennis Channel Plus. You can watch it on your phone or smart TV live in HD. So you can watch it at work or while you're waiting in your kid's carpool line. Live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. You can be there when it happens with Tennis Channel Plus. Hi, this is Carolyn, and I'm here with Aaron, and we are thrilled to talk to Kelly Gaines, who is the executive director of USTA North Carolina, and Danny Broadstreet, who is the director of adult play. And today we are going to discuss the world tennis number. So Aaron, can you start us off with the first question? I just got an email from USTA talking about the world tennis number. I've heard about it for a couple months because I've sat in on a webinar about it and was really excited. Kelly, can you tell us um, more about the World Tennis Summer? Because today, I think, is day one. It just dropped, and people just got their emails. So tell us about the World Tennis Number. Yeah, it's it's really exciting, truthfully. This has been in the works for a long time. There are a lot of rating systems, scoring systems, ranking systems out there, but this is the one true system that was developed by the International Tennis Federation. Now, the International Tennis Federation is the international governing body, the big guys that oversee all tennis in the world with well over 150 nations who belong. And so this is a system that they have developed. It's been long. It's long time coming. It dropped today or yesterday, late yesterday, um, and it's called the World Tennis Number. And for us in this country, we are one of over 135 countries who have literally, the data is not scraped, it's not scrubbed, it's literal data that has been uploaded. It's data for just, let's just take us, for example, for the last five years of anything we've done in Tennis Link. So that means adult leagues, mixed, combos, singles, tri-level, uh, Spring leagues, uh, it also means any tournaments we've played. For juniors, this means any tournaments that they've played. I think JTT data goes in that as well. So anything that's done, it's literally, and it's, it's my data. There are five Kelly Gaines in the USTA, and this one is for me. It's for this little Kelly in North Carolina, not the ones in like Minnesota or wherever. So it's not a guess. It's an actual direct download. So it is true data. So there's a lot of other things out there, but this is it. This is different than the NTRP ratings that we get. And I, I we've got the North Carolina expert in the room right now. So let me uh, let me let Danny speak to how that what the difference between the NTRP and the WTN is. Okay, for all of our league players out there, you're really familiar with the NTRP system that USTA has. And as you know, you might play a 3-5 league, which means there are people anywhere from a 3-0 to a 4-0 in that league. So we kind of play league in buckets. The WTN is a very specific number. So if you have an NTRP rating of 3-5, you might play somebody a lot better than you in a 3-5 league or a lot worse than you in a 3-5 league. If you have a WTN number that is 22 
anybody that has a 22 is going to be very, very similar to you. So um, it's a difference of being general and being very specific. So, Danny, you talked about um, the buckets and playing in the 3.5 or the 4.0 or whatever. Our NTRP number is different. It's a three point, you know, whatever that is. But I looked at mine and I know it's a one to 40. So can you explain what that what that rating is from one to 40? So, yes, the NTRP rating, it seems the higher you go, the better you are. Correct. So when you look at your WTN, it's actually the opposite. It goes from 40 to one. So if you're a one, you're one of the best players in the world. If you're a 40, you probably need some more lessons. Mm-hmm. So I would say in, in tennis in general, the average players are at the top of the bell curve. There are more players between a, you know, a 3-0 and a 4-5 than there are anybody. There's just There are outliers on either side. And so I would assume somewhere between uh, you know, 30 to to 15 are the average players that are in that are in the world. And on the World Tennis Number site that you can you'll be directed to by USTA.com, you can see they have it in tens about how you'd be beginner, intermediate, advanced, professional, and Roger Federer. So you've got it all the way through that. So it is a flip from what our we are used to uh, with uh, the NTRP and some other rating systems out there as well. So the other thing is that I think is really neat is there are people that are just better in singles than they are doubles or vice versa. So you are your WTN is calculated. You get a singles rating and you get a doubles rating. And that, I think, is really cool because we all have our preferences. So um, we're actually in Greensboro with Kelly and Danny, and we stood in, Kelly, in Danny's office, excuse me, for a few minutes looking all of us up to see what our WTN number is. Can we look up, like, I know we all looked up each other and we looked up players that we wanted to know, but can we look up a Roger or a Novak or a Serena? Are they in that system? Do you know? You know, I've been more concerned the last 24 hours looking up me and my friends (laughs) than I have Roger and Novak and Serena, because I think they'll make it no matter what. But uh, the the theory is that they are, but I, I honestly haven't done that yet, but would really challenge anybody to do that. But you can just go on USDA.com, you go under play, player search, and then just have at it. But where you do see this is, you know, so many of our league players look at their tennis link profile. It's not there. It's on USTA.com under your profile when you have that account. And we all should have that account. So you would look at that for your children and you would look at that for you as well. Danny, a question for you. So you're the complaint department, we'll call you, (laughs) in this office. So what kind of questions do you think you're going to be asked? Um, I'm sure it's going to be a lot of my NTR number is this, but my WTN number is that. So what, what do you kind of foresee happening with this new system coming out? Well, it's day one. (laughs) So we'll see for sure. But, you know, a lot of times I will hear about people who are playing out of level. Um, This will be another data point for us to look at to to make sure that people are playing within level. Um, We don't have like a 4-0 isn't from a this to a this. We don't have that kind of information. um, And that probably won't be published because they are two separate systems. Um, But it may help us make sure that when people are coming into tennis that they're playing in the right 
spot in leagues. If they say, say they played in college, well, we'll have a lot of data already. So it will help us place them. So they'll have the best outcome in their league experience. So, and kids coming out of high school, hopefully we'll have some information or they played tournaments, like we'll have better information than we've ever had before. And I have a question real quick. This is Carolyn. Let's hear this one more time. This is verified data because I know Aaron and I, we always go to all these different sites before we go to states. This is information that includes like our tri-level matches and our singles matches and all of our mixed matches. Is that correct? That's right. This is very different from your NTRP in that you remember NTRP is only generated during your spring league matches and potentially your mixed matches or your tournament matches. This is all the data, all of your matches. So it could be um, a singles match through a ladder we capture. It could be your tri-level results. It's your combo results. So this is a better grasp of all of your tennis. Um, and when you talk about verified, you'll notice when you see your WTN little icon, if you have a, a I believe it's a blue check mark, that means that we are 70% or higher sure of that number. So for example, I don't play a lot of singles. So my singles WTN is not verified. My doubles is. That's great. Let me just say, as Danny's boss, let me say that she is not the complaint department about WTN. (laughs) She is information for you. I am as well and our staff for Joanna Scott for the for the junior side. We are we want your questions because this is brand new for us. You, we don't know. And I know the first thing somebody's like going to say is, well, I'd like to appeal my WTN. We don't think there is an appeal. It's, it is what it is. It's like my birthday. There's no appeal. So <laughs> I, you know, so you just, uh, go with it and we're going to see how this take, where this takes us. I think this is going to be an incredible tool to unite tennis all over the world and to give us a better perspective of what we can expect when we walk on the court. But just remember, no matter what rating you have, some of us have good days, some of us have bad days, some of us do well against certain styles of play, better styles. So it's all still a spectrum, even if it's, you know, you're within a few data points of each other, it's still a spectrum. But last thing, Danny is not the complaint department. She's a question, she can, she, but there's a lot of information. The USTA has done a great job getting this information out. I've actually already had a lot of questions from my friends who really don't consider me the tennis person. They just know I have something to do with tennis, and they've already been asking me. So I think this is great. So read before you ask, but please ask. Don't complain. So when I was looking up my number and when we were looking up lots of people's numbers, I noticed there's a um, a little there's a part called a game zone and it gives you two different numbers and that within that zone. Can you explain what that little part of the graph is? Sure. It's a great tool to find folks that you can re- reasonably assume you may have a competitive match with. So it's really good for game matching. If you are traveling for work and you look up somebody in another town, you know, that you can rely on that to be uh, a good, but you can also form your matches at your club that way. We also can use that. We'll probably use that. I would see that maybe club pros will use that when they're running around Robins and member guests and things like that, um, just to, to get a little bit better competitive level. 
from a captain's perspective, I think it's great because a lot of people are getting ready to go to states right now. So they'll be looking at people they might not know in their area. You know, a lot of times, like Carol and I play out of Raleigh, so we know a lot of players in that area and we generally know who's the best on teams and whatnot. But when we do our research for going to states or sectionals or nationals, I'm sure, which a lot of captains do, this is a number you can actually, like I said, we stood in Danny's office and we plugged in different people's names of people that we knew. Um, And so last night when I was looking at my own, I thought I could only see my own number, but actually you can plug in anybody's name into the USTA system, into USTA.com, into the system and find out everybody, you know, anybody's number that you want to find out. So I think that's great from a captain's perspective or for anyone that is like Carolyn likes to look people up either before or after she plays them. So she might want to know their number before or after a match. So. That's right, Erin. And I have one last question, which is how often is it updated? They're going to update it every Wednesday. So that's completely different than once a year for NTRP. So it's every Wednesday. We really appreciate Kelly Gaines and Danny Broadstreet being on the podcast. I did check and Roger Federer does not have a number, but I have a feeling he may be a little outside my game zone anyway. We did include in the show notes a link where you can check your World Tennis number. Please let us know if you think the number seems accurate. You can message us on our website, which is secondservepodcast.com. Thanks so much for listening and hope to see you on the courts soon. Hey, Second Serve listeners, this is Erin. Carolyn and I are so excited that the second slam of the year is happening this month. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the French Open, and Tennis Channel Plus is the place to watch it. Tennis Channel Plus brings you courtside with three weeks of unparalleled access, and they do this with every single court live. Watch on your phone, your smart TV in HD, or like I do, on my iPad while I'm sitting at my desk working all day. I love to flip around to different matches on Tennis Channel Plus to see my favorite players in action. Don't miss your favorite tennis legends battle a new generation of talent and watch exciting new rivalries emerge on the historic clay courts of Roland Garros. If Carolyn and I can't be in Paris in person, at least we can watch all the matches on Tennis Channel Plus. Daily coverage begins on Monday, May 20th. Be there when it happens with Tennis Channel Plus. I know I will be.